Hello, my name is Daniel Healy and you are listening to Design Beats. Um, thank you for listening and yeah, I'll be talking about everything to do with the design process. Um, so let's get to it. Okay, great. Let's get into it. So today, what I want to talk about is how I develop my process um, in design and, and the creative side and how... Um, you could possibly develop your own process or how you can improve your own process. Um, so what I want to do is just basically give you a background of what I do and yeah, just give myself a bit of credibility. Um, so anyone listening to this knows that I've had the experience to be able to talk about this sort of thing. Um, so basically I work for a tech company. Um, I'm the lead designer there. So I look after everything from the brand uh, to the UX to the UI um, to the marketing assets, so anything to do with creative side of the videos, um, animations to promote a certain product within um, our technology, and yeah, just overall having that view of everything creative within the company. So basically, um, the experience I've had, so I've had seven years uh, coming into my eighth year, and throughout the whole thing, um, I've always been very conscious of the process of getting a spec, delivering what is required and making that process as smooth and as efficient as possible. What I want to talk about is the design process in general. And the only way to describe it is it's basically a process that is unstable. It's something that evolves very rapidly and it's something that a lot of people have input in so you it's very hard it's not impossible but it's very hard to get a defined process in place that everyone always follows but if you're a good leader and you've got a good process then people will naturally see the benefits of that process and um, follow that process um, so I just want to talk about mine and what's good for me is that the process that I put in place kind of defines people's roles and defines the responsibilities because if you don't have that in the process then it can kind of become blurred um, and that's where the sort of things can fall through the gaps and I mean what do we expect the the gaps are massive without a process um, so it makes the decision process a bit easier as well um, and the problems and pains that we're trying to resolve uh, actually solved um, instead of thinking we can assume this we can assume that we can assume that but it's 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 more about creating a logical flow which allows us to solve problems in a validated way so designing products is basically taking a step massive step into the unknown and with that, we need to set a process in place to find out who our customers are and find out what their problems are or pains and find out how we're going to solve it. So how do we do that? The way that we do that is that we set a defined process to be able to innovate. And to be able to innovate, we need to sort of hit some, I guess, criteria um, to be able to set up the team, to be able to bring energy to the team, to be able to bring that leadership um, so that we can go forward and say, okay, this is how we're going to do this and this is how we're going to achieve this. 
So basically, the ability to set up a process and the ability to lead a team is what's going to help you innovate. And that's what we're going to talk about right now is here is a process. Here's a defined process. I'm going to lead this process. And this is how I'm going to innovate and create solutions to the problems and pains users are seeing. So what we need to be doing is basically leading that process um, to help innovate. And what we need to do or some tips on what we need to do first is basically set some guidelines to say, kill things fast, if they don't make sense. And basically, you've got to figure out how to create validated learning. Don't assume you understand the user. Create user profiles, create user personas, and then create a solution to the problem they're seeing, then get some validated feedback on it. And make sure that that validated feedback is structured in a way that you can improve the product that you're creating or you're innovating. And basically, the way that companies work or the way that um, business people work is they always say they can't take learning to the bank. But if you learn fast in a validated way, they will see the positive impact that that will have on their product or your product. Um, so just make sure you learn in the right way. Learn what the users want, create that validate learning um, for uncertainty and make sure it's accurate. Stop assuming you know what the users want. Always learn and steer the product that way. And great products always come down to brilliant strategies. So that's what I was talking about before with the process. Create a brilliant strategy, you're gonna create a brilliant product and always review the process and do it frequently. If it's, it, it's always easy for someone to, to go back into bad habits or someone to go into the way they've done things before that didn't work out because that's learned behavior, that's learned belief systems. So if you can always review the process and say, okay, the, we didn't do the process correctly here or we didn't do this part clear enough, um, we need to make sure that we always hit this process or if that process isn't even working, how are you gonna progress that program? process um, and always set a deadline set a deadline and go for it and if you're thinking oh I'm not going to make this deadline just make sure that the process that you have in place enables you to make that deadline because delays stop feedback and feedback is what gives you validated learning and feedback is what creates better products you can't innovate without feedback okay great thank you for listening to episode two of the podcast um, if you want to follow along, please subscribe and I'll see you on, well, not see you because it's a podcast. I will um, ch be chatting more on episode three.